everyone, welcome back to the Define Nice podcast. Here we are on episode three. I'm so excited, as I say every time. So today we are actually going to be talking about mental health, which I've been really excited to talk about, I'm not going to lie, because it's something that has been taking over my life basically for the past god I don't even know how many years um mainly like five years I'd say of my life it's been really bad so yeah I just kind of wanted to talk about a little bit more about my story and what I have hopefully it will help you guys in some way where you could be like oh I have that too or oh I feel that way as well um so hopefully we can kind of connect with each other a little bit uh, this is something that I have touched on on my youtube before but not in as much detail as I'm going to go into today which is a little bit scary but at the same time I know that listening to other people's experiences of the specific thing I have but also just anxiety in general I feel like just really really helps me so yeah I'm excited to talk about it um, and I'd just like to say as well like I'm so much better now than what I was but I will get into that as the video goes on um, but also just wanted to throw it out there guys if you're watching this on the YouTube account I'm really sorry that I'm not actually filming this episode today I told myself I was going to film it today went round to filming it I have a massive sty on my eye right now guys and it hurts so much and it's very red and swollen and I can't put makeup on and I just didn't want to film today with a bulging red eye so so yeah we're not filming it today um so apologies if you're watching this on the YouTube account but yeah <laughs> next week's episode will be filmed hopefully if I don't have a sty and I can wear some makeup <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to start off by telling you guys about my mental health journey. Um, so it all basically started, I I don't really know how it started to be honest guys, so many people will tell you like professionals and stuff will be like, oh well this has come from your childhood, there's something in your childhood that has led to this happening to you and I genuinely, I mean there's a couple of things that might be a reason but realistically I can't think of anything so yeah we're gonna go back to 2017 I just left school uh, secondary school and I in the September I was going to sixth form college and I went through that fine first year I had a bit of anxiety within first year anyway I actually had this thing I've always kind of had health anxiety FYI um you know worrying that I have something wrong with me or even if it's just like a little headache I'll tell my mum and be like oh my god I've got a headache and be really dramatic about it because I'll feel like it's something more than just a headache like there's something seriously wrong with me um but over the years it has got better but back then in college I used to always feel really like lightheaded and like I was going to pass out and I'd panic thinking oh my god I'm going to pass out I never did also FYI but I used to have that quite a lot and that would bring on panic attacks and it was really weird and I remember one time especially I had a boyfriend in first year of 
sixth form college and I was waiting for him to finish his class so I finished early that day and obviously he still had a class so I went and sat somewhere at college doing some work and I just remember it coming over me and I just felt really lightheaded I was like I'm gonna pass out I don't know what to do with myself um really started panicking and it was one of the biggest panic attacks I've had and yeah really bad I remember calling like my parents like I don't know what to do and obviously I was waiting for my boyfriend I was like do I wait for him or do I run and get the bus home right now and just leave him (laughs) basically I did not know what to do with myself in the end I did end up managing to wait the hour and a half or whatever it was until he got out of class and yeah I went back to his and I actually was fine in the end (laughs) and it was just like a panic attack and after all of that was over I was fine again but yeah so I had a few things like that going on first year but second year is where it really hit me (laughs) so in second year I found out that I had a metaphobia so emetophobia, in case you don't know, is a fear of vomit and sick. And the word vomit makes me cringe so much to this day still. Um, so essentially, I again, I can't really remember when this exactly started and where the first part of this was, but it kind of linked on to that feeling like headed feeling, oh my God, I'm going to pass out. But instead it went to, I feel sick all the time. I'm going to throw up and I'm really scared of throwing up because I don't like sick anyway. So that is what I went through. And I remember this one day in particular. So I had, I was meant to be going, um, I think it was half term actually, or something like that. And I was meant to be going on this trip um, with my mum, my sister. We were just meant to be going kind of like an hour away to go on a little Christmas shopping thing. Um, But it was in like November and I remember the night before I stayed around my dad's and I just felt really really sick around my dad's like so sick like I haven't felt that sick before and not been sick um so literally it felt like I was going to throw up I was up the entire night just feeling like I was going to throw up and it was just the worst feeling ever but I didn't end up throwing up (laughs) and so yeah (laughs) and I do have so many horror stories that I can tell you in my head which is why I hate sick so much um so many in fact I'm not even going to go through them but yeah so I had a massive phobia of sick anyway um but it wasn't really really bad but I was really worrying this night and having panic attacks because I thought I was going to be sick because I felt so ill and then I did end up going on this trip the next day again just feeling so rough and I hated it basically and then the day after that I was meant to be going into college so I got on the bus like normal because I couldn't drive at this point got on the bus and went to go to go into college and I got not that far away (laughs) I got kind of halfway into town and I was like I can't do this I'm gonna throw up and I panicked and I jumped off the bus early and I was literally about I was about 10 minutes away from home, five, 10 minutes away from home from the bus, but to walk it, it's about an hour. And I walked about an hour home (laughs) and I decided I was not going into college that day. And ever since then, I basically really struggled to go into college. I could not get myself to go into college at all. My mum tried dropping me in and 
you know, all these different things. We tried so much to try and get me to go into college, but every time I tried, I felt so sick and like I was going to throw up and I was not having any of it. So from there, basically, I ended up having literally like two, three months off of college where I just could not get myself to go in at all. But it got so bad that I just, I could not do anything. I would be taking my dog for a walk and I couldn't do that because I would feel sick and get panicky. And yeah, basically I would just start off by feeling sick and then I would have a panic attack from that thinking I was going to be sick. And moral of the story I was never sick during this entire time (laughs) but I would just panic so much that I was going to be and I hated it and going back I have always kind of had this phobia of sick for example I have never been a big drinker at all I do not drink alcohol I've never I think yeah I don't think I can even say that I've ever really been drunk because I get to the tipsy level and I'm like I can't because I don't want to be sick. I never dr- I never mix my drinks. I at house parties, I try to avoid the people who are mixing because I do not want to be around their sick. Um I don't mind people being sick so much when they're drunk because I know that it's just alcohol as long as they're out of my sight. I'm fine. Um because I know that I'm not drinking enough to be sick if you get what I mean. And if somebody has like a stomach bug or have been off with a stomach bug and then they come back to work or school or whatever, that freaks me out as well because I'm like, oh my God, I could catch that. Um, So yeah, it's such a weird thing to have. And there's a lot of people that'll be like, well, everyone's scared of sick. No one likes sick. But this is a genuine phobia that stopped me from doing everything. It's literally stopped me from living my life. So it got so bad that basically I ended up going to, we found, we heard about this person that did hypnotherapy. So that is basically what I ended up going to because I wanted to go to university um, literally the following year. (laughs) So obviously we needed to sort this out pretty quick. Um, So basically I ended up going to this guy who was a hypnotherapist. Um, So hypnotherapy is kind of like, you know, you hear about people getting hypnotised. It's a a less extreme version of that. So essentially you go there, um, this guy would kind of have like, um, it would be like in a really soothing room and he would have like that, like soothing music on in the background you know like when you go into a spa like that kind of soothing music it was really nice and basically he would do breathing exercises with me so I'd lay down in like this chair like this therapy chair and I would essentially he would do all these that like say these things and would the whole idea of it is basically to put uh thoughts like to change your thought patterns and to put new thoughts into your head so for example one of the things he would say to me is every time you see the color red it's going to remind you of positivity and happiness and things like that Um, i thought that was really cool and another thing that he did to like prove that what he was doing works is he pretended once that he told me to like imagine that I had a balloon tied to my wrist and that it was lifting my wrist up and it actually makes your wrist lift up like you actually feel like there is a balloon on your wrist um so it's kind of like cool things like that but essentially he would just go through these breathing exercises with me in order to relax my body completely and then put 
thoughts into my head to change my current thought pattern if that makes any sense at all I hope it does but yeah so for example he would remind me that I could go into college and that going into college was going to be really fun and I could be with all my friends and things like that and then he would talk about me going to university I remember him saying about like signposts and like I had to imagine that I was walking and I came to this signpost and one way it was me going to university creating all these amazing memories and getting a really good job at the end of it or it was going down another route which wasn't such a good route basically and it was just putting these things in your head honestly guys I mean we did pay for that it was private it was a little bit pricey but that was honestly one of the best things I have done I enjoyed going to that so much I recommend it so much to anyone definitely get the hypnotherapy if that's your kind of thing it was so good and the thing is he does it for so many different things as well like phobias anxiety stress depression uh what else did he do it for I think he did like one for like stopping people smoking as well which was really cool like so much and also if you have like long-term health conditions he also did hypnotherapy for that as well like I just think it was so life-changing for me and eye-opening and it was so nice to like learn how to completely relax my body and learn how to do them breathing exercises because you always hear people say about doing breathing exercises but I feel like you have to learn how to do them for them to actually work if you get me so yeah that definitely helped me a lot like a lot and then um as I said in the last episode when I was talking about my YouTube journey um the next kind of big breaking point for me was when I went to Summer in the City in 2019, which is a YouTube event. So I literally, from having this hypnotherapy, I started to go back into college again. And I mean, we definitely, the college was so helpful then because they actually had like this little um, like house thing, which is for people who did have like mental health problems and stuff like that. And they would let you have like your own little room and you could do, go and do your work in there. And it was just to kind of ease yourself into going back into college if you get what I mean so yeah and I managed to do that I managed to do all my exams which I ended up doing my exams not in the big main exam hall in the end I got an exemption so I could do it in like a smaller room but you'd still have like 15 to 20 people in a smaller room so I was really proud of myself that I was able to do that because especially like something like that where you've got to sit still in a room like there's loads of people around you you've got to be quiet you can't like escape kind of thing that like frightened me so much because I was like if I'm gonna be sick what am I gonna do everyone's gonna see me I need an escape route that would always be like my thing I'd have to like look for an escape route know where the nearest toilet was (laughs) things like that I hope none of this sounds really weird guys I'm just kind of talking at you but yeah so that was the situation um so once I did my exams like I said I went to somewhere in the city which was a huge thing for me because I had never been to London on a train by myself even though it's really easy from my house because it is one direct train 
it was terrifying and I couldn't believe that I actually managed to do it and then I did the tube by myself as well which is another big thing even though again it is just one tube straight from the train station to the XL that was huge for me and then I met up with Jazz which I told you guys about as well in the last episode if you haven't already listened to that make sure you do but yeah I met up with her and then I met all these new people from like our group chat which is absolutely crazy and don't get me wrong I was so panicky that weekend and I did have so many anxious moments but at the same time I literally had the best weekend ever we also went to a YouTube party with like the biggest YouTubers and I was just I was such a fangirl but like you can't be a fangirl in that situation so you have to like chill yourself but I remember like everyone was drinking and stuff and I just felt so happy and completely fine and that was the first moment where I was like oh my god I can do this and then I came home and literally like the next day I changed my mind on what university I wanted to go to and I changed it to going to Brighton University now so many people have heard this story from me before but yeah basically I was Brighton is like my dream place and I was like Brighton University is my absolute dream but I didn't want to go to it because I was too scared that I wouldn't be able to do it so I went to Brighton University and yeah that was where the next hiccup went so things were going great guys things were going absolutely amazing I bought all my stuff to move into Brighton Halls I was so excited I went down there with my dad everything was fine got everything in the room had a panic attack as he left (laughs) and then he left and I was like what do I do with myself now um well I cried for five days straight guys I felt so sick the entire time I couldn't eat because I felt so sick I just didn't want to eat um I tried like super noodles cereal like I tried my hardest and I just felt awful I ended up going and seeing a counsellor there in the first five days this is guys first five days I ended up seeing a counsellor there I spoke with so many people I was that was probably the darkest time of my life I honestly hated it and I just because I had nobody around I just felt so sick I couldn't get home I was stuck in this tiny little room and I didn't know what to do with myself basically Um, I went out like twice, um, literally just to walk around Brighton and yeah, that was enough for me. Um, So five days had passed and I was like, I literally, I've got to get home. And I was in such a state that I couldn't get the train by myself and my family were working so they couldn't come and get me or anything. Bear in mind, I was also two hours away from home or two and a half hours away from home even. So in the end... Um, George's friend, George and his friend actually drove me home, which I am still so thankful for today for them doing that. George, by the way, is one of my YouTube friends. Um, he's like my best friend. So yeah, that, that was absolutely crazy. So yeah, he drove me home and I got home, literally cried my eyes out with my mum. 
And then a few days later, went back with my mum and her boyfriend at the time. And they were staying with me that weekend. So they'd got a hotel somewhere and I was staying in my halls. And basically that was my decider weekend on whether I could do this or not. So we went and did loads of really fun stuff in Brighton. And then, yeah, I then had to make my mind up. And going back to them halls it gave me nightmares guys it did so I was like I can't do this so yeah I was like I cannot do this so I ended up dropping out which was actually awful because I obviously this was my dream place and I couldn't do it and I was absolutely like heartbroken that I couldn't do it um and then I went home and then it was straight on to University of Essex because I was like, I've got to, I still really want to go to university. Um, so went on the phone to University of Essex, then realised that I was too late to get in because they started earlier than Brighton University. So I ended up having to take a gap year. So that was that. <laughs> so in my gap year, it was obviously all about trying to get back on track with things. I've had... I, I, it was, it, things definitely got better for me during my gap year, but a lot of the time I was either working at the hair and beauty salon that I'd worked at for years anyway, and doing things at home. So I wasn't really going out of my comfort zone that much. And then obviously lockdown happened. But just actually prior to lockdown, I finally got into University of Essex. So I was doing a foundation year, got in and I decided that I was going to move into halls there because then I could still kind of get a little bit of experience of living away from home and hopefully I could conquer my anxiety in that way. Didn't work, guys. It did not work. I mean, I did okay. I wasn't too bad, but I just, I still did not like it. And I went through this thing where I'd feel sick all the time and then couldn't eat. So even though I wasn't getting anxious and like upset about it, because I knew I was like, this is where I live anyway. <laughs> um, I still couldn't eat. My stomach wouldn't let me. So yeah, then I went back to the drawing board and lockdown happened anyway. No, lockdown 2.0 actually that was. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting really confused right now guys. So lockdown happened 2020, we were all at home. And then at the end of 2020 was when I went to university. So yeah, we had already had lockdown, went to university. It was all very weird. Um, and then we went to lockdown 2.0 in November. And that is when I decided enough was enough. And luckily I could get my money back for that because obviously like they were kind of doing that because of lockdown anyway. So yeah, I literally, I went home in that November and yeah that was that really so from there I was like okay I literally I have to get help and I'd already like every time I went into class I would feel really sick as well which was not obviously ideal but luckily a lot of the time our classes were on zoom then because like I said we had like another lockdown and stuff so that wasn't too bad but I knew that I needed to get help essentially so I ended up getting I managed to get in with the NHS because I'd already applied for them before so luckily I didn't have to wait around for that and then I basically got this exposure therapy. So some woman would basically ring me up every week and she would do an hour's worth of like lessons, I guess, with me. So yeah, it was basically learning about what I have 
and how to get over it, basically. So... Obviously, she knew that I had a metaphobia, and she also said I have agoraphobia, which really makes a lot of sense, to be honest with you. So, agoraphobia is basically a fear of, like, not being able to get out kind of thing. So, you're constantly looking for, like, exits, and, like, basically what I said earlier. So, I'm constantly looking for a way out of the room. Like, as soon as I enter a room, I'm looking for where the exit is, so I know where the exit is. I'm looking for where the toilet is, so I know where the toilet is, if I need to go throw up, you know? (laughs) Um, So, that was basically what we went through. She kind of did an analysis of what I'm like. Every single week, you do, like, tests on how you felt and things like that, um, which were quite scary tests, because they would talk about like obviously like if you were of harm to yourself or anything like that um which was scary for me because I have also a fear of death so reading them questions to me is like oh my god so yeah she definitely warned me about that but they're quite scary to do every week um so yeah And then we did something called exposure therapy, which is where you start off doing something really small. So for example, like I couldn't eat in restaurants or anything by the end of it. Like it got so bad that I could not do anything. I couldn't go out with people because I would just feel sick all the time. I couldn't eat. When I felt sick, I couldn't eat. It was just awful. So yeah, exposure therapy was basically like, so end goal is that I want to be able to eat in a public place with my friends like go to a restaurant and go for food so we'd start off by like walking into somewhere like mcdonald's and just sitting down and sitting down with someone else whilst they eat for example and just staying in that situation and like recording whether i got anxious or not and how i felt in that moment on a scale of one to ten and then like the next time I would go back and we'd do say a drive-through where I would eat, but I'd be in the comfort of my car and with somebody that I know. (laughs) And then like the next time I would go back, but by myself and I'd eat in there by myself and things like that. So it was like you would gradually build up to the end goal that you wanted, if you go, I mean, oh my God, guys, I can't even tell you how much that changed my life. So basically what I have learned from doing that is that I'm not going to be sick. And she told me that. She was like, you are not going to be sick. The whole reason why you actually feel that way is because your brain is actually connected to your stomach. So when your brain goes into that fight or flight mode, it switches off all the other like muscles in your body and like everything else. That's why your heart starts to beat faster because your blood is pumping to your heart more because it thinks something's bad's gonna happen to you and so it switches everything else off like your stomach and things like that so it can make your stomach feel sick it can also give you headaches it can do so much to your body it is unreal like so she showed me like a whole diagram about like different parts of your body that can like do weird things basically but yeah I thought that was absolutely crazy because I didn't know that you know and that made me feel so much better knowing that so yeah basically I found out that yeah I was feeling sick because I was getting anxious about something and it was making me feel sick and then I was obviously then panicking because I thought I was going to be sick which made things worse and obviously when you feel sick as well you don't want to eat and it was just like this constant cycle and then also when I don't eat 
I get really hungry and when I get like really hungry that also makes me feel sick so it's like this constant circle and the more you avoid doing things the worse it gets as well so obviously I was avoiding doing so much stuff because I just felt sick that it was just going in one massive circle so yeah basically the best thing that ever happened to me was me to start doing things and now the amount that I can do now is unreal like there's I literally, I have not had a panic attack in so long. I have not felt that feeling of feeling really, really sick in so long because every time I do feel like that, I'm just like, I know that this has happened a million times before. I'm bored of it now. Like, I know I'm not going to be sick. And so what if I am? And that's how I feel. And I can now go and do things and like actually live my life now. And I feel completely fine, which is so, so amazing to feel that way when you've been feeling so awful before. Like, I can't even tell you how awful it was before just to, you know, your friends would invite you out and you'd go out and you would just feel sick and have to go home. Like, it's awful. And yeah. Um, So yeah, the best thing that, I like the best advice that I can give you guys is to stop avoiding things which is so hard like believe me I know how hard it is to stop doing things but as soon as you start doing things again it will get so much easier for you like so much easier and you'll be so proud of yourself when you do them things as well like it's such an amazing feeling so I honestly recommend that so much but yeah honestly that is my like mental health story I hope I said everything is honestly such a long-winded story I've got so many parts to it so many things that's happened to me in the past but yeah it's been a long ride let me tell you that guys and it's been awful <laughs> but I finally got out the other side and honestly it feels so good too and I just feel like I want to share this story because every time I like speak about it and stuff and think about it I'm like oh god I sound so stupid the fact that I'm not doing things because I just feel sick all the time um but it's like it's a genuine fear guys it's a phobia and phobias are like the worst because they really do control your life um yeah I've heard so many stories recently from people like even people who have like a massive phobia of dogs I heard like that's quite a common one where people will be too scared to leave their house because they think a dog is going to come over and attack them like that's so crazy to me but like I realize how crazy I sound as well with the fact that I'm scared of vomit (laughs) and that stops me from doing things but yeah honestly guys like I'm so much better now and it's like don't get me wrong I still get really anxious doing certain things and like I have I have had panic attacks and things like that but like just pushing yourself and doing that thing it makes you feel amazing and it's it just makes things so much easier like you just have to do things and yeah as I said however scary that actually is like it will change you completely the next thing I kind of wanted to talk about is like getting help so obviously it is very difficult in this day and age to kind of get help for anxiety issues especially like I don't know I feel like there's so many it's such like a broad spectrum there's so many people that have anxiety for different reasons and so I feel like literally pretty much everyone has anxiety um of some sort so it's really hard to get help I think the best thing to do obviously if you've got the money to is to get therapy that way 
but I'd say look into what exact therapy you need because I always thought I needed um what's that, what's that one called I can't remember what it's called now but it's like basic therapy to get you over anxiety but actually the real thing that I needed was that exposure therapy um to help me be able to do things that I wanted to do again or was the hypnotherapy the hypnotherapy was really really good but it was more like a short-term thing I feel like like it didn't dig deep into things and it didn't exactly help me when I was in a situation where I was like I feel really sick whereas the exposure therapy definitely did that so that was on the NHS so obviously get on the NHS list like as soon as you possibly can um they will get around to you sometimes I I've heard that they do take a while um but luckily for me I did get in really quick but like I said it's very like hit or miss like I don't know how long it really takes but definitely just get your name on the list if you need it but yeah if you can afford things like definitely look into it because they do help so much so like I said like ways that I help control my anxiety um is obviously just to try and push myself to do things which is so difficult but when you do it like you feel such like you feel so confident like you can do anything you feel so accomplished that you've done that thing and that in itself is such a good feeling let alone the fact that the next time that you go and do something big it's not going to feel as bad and as scary as before so I think that's another thing I also do quite a lot of breathing exercises I've kind of taught myself quite a few of them one that you can do is like where you lie on your back with your hands on your stomach and you imagine that your stomach is like a balloon blowing up and so you like breathe out for like a certain amount of time until your balloon's like fully blown up and then you like breathe in like imagine the balloon going back in that's really good because it teaches your brain to focus on something else your brain's focusing on the balloon like imagining a balloon so it takes your mind off of anything else that's making you anxious so that is a really good one and that is what we did a lot in hypnotherapy is like imagining things because it does just take your mind off of the thing that is actually making you anxious because a lot of the time you can't actually figure out what is making you anxious and you feel like that thought actually isn't there when it is if that makes any sense so yeah imagining something else is there is really good and another one is a body scan I think that's what it's called so again you lay down and you or actually you can sit down you can do whatever you want but you like take deep breaths in and you're like scanning your body for any like weird sensations that you can feel so if I've got a stomachache I will take note that I've got a stomachache but then I'll go to other parts of my body and be like I can now feel like the rings on my fingers and things like that we did that a lot in hypnotherapy as well like if you focus like close your eyes take some deep breaths and focus on like the jewelry that you've got on like the feeling of wearing the jewelry it's really weird how your brain can just like suddenly notice that and again that just helps take your mind off of the actual thing that you're worrying about that is really helpful another thing that really helped me is reading like I read so many self-help books but they have helped me so much like it's unreal they're so good some ones that I really recommend let me have a look real quick the chimp paradox is really good I actually got recommended that by my doctor and I got it read it absolutely amazing it's so good because it actually helps you um figure out your brain basically and realize what your brain does 
it's very hard to explain, but it just explains thoroughly like how your brain works, which is so important. I feel like learning about that when you've got anxiety, because again, like in that book, it tells you that your stomach is linked with your mind and stuff like that. So like just knowing that for me, makes me feel so much better because it makes me think oh okay yeah I'm not actually going to be sick it is just all in my mind and this is the reason for it so it's more like scientific but it's really good to know um I also love good vibes good life that is my absolute fave I think learning about gratitude and things like that is really helpful because it makes it puts things into perspective a lot more so I also do like a gratitude journal sometimes I used to do it every day but I don't so much anymore I'm not gonna lie but that really did help me feel like a lot happier and like I was achieving a lot more like writing down my achievements that I'd done in my gratitude journal like that was really good like today I drove to this place which is like really far away like that's a big achievement for me and so that would make me feel really good and now I can look back at them and think wow I've come so far wow I've done so well you know so yeah But that is it really guys for my mental health episode. I hope it helped you guys. I hope some of you can relate in some way. Um, I know everyone just suffers with anxiety in different ways like I said and it's a really tough thing to go through and I just like I've learned so much from going through this journey. I actually now have a tattoo (laughs) which is on my ribs and it says breathe and that is like a signifier almost of my battle and my anxieties that I've gone through and my strength and honestly like when I look back I just think wow like I can't believe how far I have actually come like now I'm such a confident person I can live my life I can literally go and do whatever the hell I want without feeling sick all the time which is crazy and don't get me wrong if someone throws up in front of me I am still gonna freak out FYI a little while ago went out with Matt George and Michaela and Matt threw up everywhere (laughs) and I will never forget you for that moment Matt like that was terrifying I did have a little panic attack on the side of the street poor George had to sort us all out but (laughs) yeah like obviously I still have them moments but it doesn't control my life anymore and I'm suddenly in control now which is such a good feeling so yeah honestly guys as well if you guys ever want to chat to me about anything about mental health or just anything at all please send me a message on my instagram because i love to chat to you guys so much and if you're looking for someone to talk to and open up to like my dms are literally always open and i will happily have a little chat with you so please do that if you feel ever feel like lonely or whatever because i think that's the thing as well like i'm a very lonely person too because all my friends kind of have boyfriends and stuff i'm as single as ever um i don't go out clubbing that much anymore because like i said i don't drink that much and i just i'm not really into the clubbing scene i do love a cocktail though and i do love a pub but clubbing is just not really my scene anymore so I'm quite a lonely person too so yeah send me a message I would love to have a chat with you guys and yeah I hope this helped you this episode anyway thank you so much for watching again I'm sorry for the YouTube lot that this is not filmed this week (laughs) um but like I said this sty this sty is not great um but yes the next few episodes I think we've got some guests on hopefully anyway I was meant to have a guest on this week but then I panicked and didn't have enough time to get them on so (laughs) hopefully next week we will have a guest on I'm very excited for the ones that we've got coming we've got some dating episodes which I'm very excited about because I 
I just I have some funny dating stories guys and I know some people who also have funny dating stories so I'm excited to talk about them um and yeah we're gonna have a laugh in the next few episodes it's not gonna be as serious as this one so yeah make sure you follow if you haven't already make sure you also check out all my social media which will be in the description of this um if not it is at underscore kirishan x but yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode of define nice and i will speak to you guys next week with a new episode bye